Looking back on 2020, it's easy to think we lost a massive opportunity to take action on the climate crisis. Galvanized by extreme weather and a national tragedy that had the whole world watching, the Australian federal government, instead of having to take concerted action on the climate crisis, was in some ways saved by the COVID pandemic. Writing in Resilience.org, the online publication, Laura Phillips, head of urban advocacy for sustainability advisory group Hip v. Hype, and host of Hypecast on the Climactic Podcast Network, reads aloud an article published December 7th, 2020, titled, For Australians Looking for Political Will on Climate Action, It's Found at Local Government. Enjoy! A year since our major cities were blanketed by smoke from the black summer bushfires, and nine months since the National Climate Emergency Summit considered the radical emergency footing that is now Australia's COVID-19 reality, a quiet suburban revolution is taking place. Leading up to, and since the bushfires, a wave of local councils across the country reached across party lines to vote to declare a climate emergency. A climate emergency declaration was a new governance concept that needed to be practically defined. Local governments mobilised and began conversations with their communities to collectively shape the definition and create frameworks for action. The conversations that had already begun amongst the tireless groups of volunteers driving local climate action were spilling out amongst the broader community. Over summer, neighbours watching their children at the playground or waiting for coffee at their local cafe remarked on the levels of air pollution and shared their shock and grief about the images coming from the firegrounds. These conversations soon developed into discussions about what really matters to each of us and how that will be impacted by the effects of climate change. Sharing these stories unified community consensus on the need for action, even when they were being told hundreds or thousands of kilometres away from the fires. Parents were concerned about their children's breathing. Local businesses were concerned about an uncertain outlook. Grandparents were concerned about their grandchildren's future. And young people were concerned that the governments didn't seem to be listening. Individuals found in each other a shared feeling of responsibility to act as stewards for their neighbourhood. What followed the successive council declarations shifted the focus from announcements to what happens next in our communities. How will climate change impact our coastline, our parklands and our native wildlife? How can we make small changes to our homes in the way that will make a difference? What can our council do to support a more sustainable and resilient neighbourhood? These are not just questions for inner city Greens voters, although a Greens-led coalition within Darabin City Council can of course be credited with seeding climate declaration movement and becoming the first local government in the world to declare in 2016. Since then, 32 of the 96 councils that have declared a climate emergency in Australia are in Victoria, representing over 50% of the state's population. 28 of those declared a climate emergency since 2019. This process of declaration is helping communities to better understand where they are on their climate journeys and create a framework for designing, delivering and evaluating a pathway forward towards a net zero emissions future. Local governments are beginning their processes of shaping their climate action plans by listening. 
Councils are inviting community members, local business and Indigenous groups to participate in decisions that have material effects on their community. This process is already beginning to close the gap between local residents and their public administration. For some, it is the first time they have participated in the local government process and actually meeting and engaging with councillors, many of whom are actively leading local climate advocacy. When the COVID-19 lockdowns began to impact Melbourne and regional Victoria, these conversations moved online. The virtual format often increased access to participation for community members who found themselves less constrained by the physical barriers or competing schedules. Local governments are on the front line of climate change. They are responsible for creating safe and open public spaces, managing urban growth and our land use, responding to local hazards and emergencies such as extreme weather events, rising temperatures and rising sea levels, through urban planning, greening public spaces, biodiversity regeneration projects, waste and water management, local and sustainable procurement, active transport infrastructure, empowering council assets with renewable energy, councils are playing a significant role in local climate change risk mitigation and adaptation. One of council's most important impactful tools is delivering on local opportunities that link climate action to improve livability and economic resilience. Councils can support their communities with education, information, and even with innovative finance models to deliver on improved energy efficiency, solar panels, battery storage, moving away from gas, reducing car use and building a circular economy. By driving affordable solutions, these initiatives have impact at scale. Understanding that local projects can be tools to build climate and economic resilience empowers community members to be a part of the journey towards a solution. In declaring a climate emergency, councils are taking responsibility over their capacity to affect change at the grassroots. In developing climate response plans, Local governments recognise the interdependent role of councils, local organisations, businesses and households. Shared commitments between these groups are made upon a shared responsibility to protect our local communities and leave them in a better condition than when we found them. Climate response plans are now being adopted by leading councils across the country with targets to reach net zero emissions across both council operations and the broader community in line with or in front of state and international targets. Tailored to their local context, the plans provide for a variety of actions and strategies to harness place-specific mitigation and adaptation opportunities, but also strengthen the local economy by reducing energy costs, providing clean jobs, and building local resilience to the impacts of climate change. A year on since the school strike for climate rally became one of the largest public demonstrations to take place in Melbourne and across the globe, many people are craving the feeling of being part of a collective. The school strikes provided visible signs of hope that momentum on positive action is growing and that change is on the horizon. Something that is easy to forget amidst the Zoom fatigue many Melbournians now know too well. The effective and decisive response to climate action taken by leading councils to date is repairing community trust in local government. In local municipalities across Australia, our newly elected councillors must now keep up the momentum. They must continue to invest in clean opportunities and green infrastructure close to home in order to support our communities to move forward. Hi, this is Dale Martin, author of the new Local Government Climate Emergency Toolkit. A free resource available for councillors, officers and community members 
seeking to take tangible action to address the climate emergency at a local government level following a climate emergency declaration. The toolkit seeks to provide an understanding of why local governments should act, the decision makers, the key documents that influence change, and then provide specific and measurable recommendations with suggested timeframes to address the climate emergency. It focuses on eight areas across council where local government can effectively contribute to climate emergency action. Recommended actions are designed to be easily implemented with information on who can implement them, how they can be implemented, and by what method. Each section also provides an example of how an elected councillor may go about implementing any one of these actions, or how a community member could use the toolkit to shape key documents via community submissions to their council plan or annual budget process. For more information, as well as to download your copy of the toolkit, please head to www.lgcet.com. That's lgcet.com. The Climactic Collective.